the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. What a beautiful day! Yeah, it sure is. Finally, what a, <laughs> what a difference 20 minutes <laughs> makes. Yeah, there's not a cloud in the sky here at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The sun is bright and shiny. It wasn't that way about 30 minutes ago, but it's certainly I'm that way now. With the earphones, I forgot my little. Oh no! Okay. Oh. Here, you try that. I don't know if I work. Watch it. Look, it, we got it. And so, anyway, how's that? Can you hear me now? Can you hear us now, Calvin? Calvin. Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that better? Can you hear? You should be able to hear. All right. 210-308-8867. But just like the sun, the gardeners have come out to Millburgers, too, and they are enjoying the day. Uh, lots of folks getting tomatoes. <laughs> The gardeners came out in the rain, though. Yeah, they did. Actually, <laughs> it, it was another day when I pulled in here. Yeah. It was still raining and raining. It had gone from hard to medium, and the parking lot was full. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> but when, I, when I, I parked out front because I didn't know how long the rain was going to last, and uh, sat in the car, I, I came early because I was thinking there was going to be wrecks along 1604. And uh, I, I just pulled in there over there by the roses, and there was a there was a lady with an umbrella, shopping, shopping, Going, okay. big time, and she bought two trailer fulls. Oh my of gosh! Roses. Wow, they are pretty. And, I mean, she was going around looking at every one of them. She didn't care. And her, huh? her, her poor helper. Didn't have an umbrella. No. And uh, he was following her and picking up the roses that that she wanted. A good assortment, good colors, but uh, it was raining. Well, I saw. <laughs> she, and then I then I came up to here to the porch, and uh, there was a guy. There was a lady picking out some plants. And her husband. Yeah, I think I saw. With an Aggie shirt on. Oh, I don't know if I saw them. Yeah, he had an Aggie shirt on. And it was raining. <laughs> and I told him, I said, "You should, Aggie's no better than to get out <laughs> in the rain. And he said, we don't like the crowds. <laughs> so we come when it rains. Yeah, there you go. That's a spin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I but saw. roses are on sale. Maybe that's what she was getting a little hey, bit. You, you guys hear the stories 
You remind me of Lisa and her husband when they used to come, and uh, and he'd be pushing the car, you know, uh, loading things up as she's picked them out. <laughs> at the she uh, besides the flea market, she spent a lot of time here at Millburgers. But you can't can't tell it by looking at the sky now. No, it's beautiful. It and is the beautiful. plants are refreshed. Yeah, and watered. They're pre-watered, as Jerry likes to say for you. We've there, watered them for you. There you go. So all of them have received fresh rainwater. <laughs> that, that that's the purest kind. Mm-hmm. I get. But uh, if you yeah. go to one of those big box stars stores where they, you know, they don't get as much rain. Yeah, that's right. They're inside. Yeah. Uh, the the plants wish they would get some rain. But you know, whatever. We just got lots of rain dome plants that are nice and perky and happy. And there you go. You were wandering around the- on sale. Yeah, well, I don't. You want to talk about it? No. Nah, okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You want me to talk about it? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, there are lots of great things on sale here at Mill Burgers, um, and uh, we'll remind you that next Saturday, June twentieth, is our big fiesta celebration here at the nursery, and uh, we're going to have a whole lot of fun. The first thing is David Rodriguez. And, you know, when you think fun, you think David Rodriguez. Well, can you say that at the same time? <laughs> oh, Dave's It'll be a great fun, and David will be there. Ed, Dave will be a hoot. I'll be talking about turf grass. I, th- <laughs> I thought it was today. I was yeah, feeling you sorry worried? for David. Yeah. And our fiesta celebration all the way over here because it's raining. So. Yeah, no, no, no. We're okay. So David will be speaking on the basically on everything you wanted to know about how to have a great lawn. Uh, Turfgrass 101, that's from 1030 to noon. Now, while that's going on and uh, through the day, it's Millburgers' big fiesta celebration here at the nursery. And uh, that's going to be all kinds of fun stuff, too, with the music and fun. And we're going to have food for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Um, you know, we've got the Millburgers' fiesta medals, which are beautiful. Yeah, They're really cool. Uh, go at millburgernursery.com and you'll see them. But that, they're just $7, which is a great price for Fiesta medals. But that $7 all goes back to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. So, And if you're wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery on the 20th, next Saturday, uh, you will be awarded a free 2019 Millburger Nursery Fiesta medal. And that $7 will be contributed by Millburgers to the Salvation Army in your honor. Wow. A Fiesta yeah. hat? What is that? Yo, man, you haven't seen the Fiesta hats yet? Uh-uh. Woo, that's serious. They're, they're hats. They're decorated for Fiesta. They got Fiesta on them. They're, some of them are, like, light up. Some of them, like, have oh. rotating things. Okay. Here, I'll get some pictures do you, for Do uh, you put the uh, insignias or you put the medals on the hat? I don't know. They might. Uh, hold on. Some of those medals are awful heavy. You would, yeah. <laughs> your head would be kind of twisted over, you know. Let's see if I can show you some hats. Or if you go out, don't go out in a uh, lightning storm when you've got one of those hats on there either. No, not if you're wearing medals on them. <laughs> no. All right, so here's some pictures of the hats. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, here's well, one. I'm serious. I haven't seen one of those. Yeah, see, they, they, this is serious stuff. Yeah, obviously are not going to enough fiesta events, Jerry. So you can yeah, see the fiesta you'd hats see those. Yeah. Where Where do you get those hats? No, you make them. Oh, you make the hats. I'm sure so you can have someone make them, but for you, but yeah. No. Oh. You make them yourself. I did you, did you want someone to make you one? No. 
Okay, you'd look good. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> you may, it may be too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a dog maybe next year. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. You're talking about, uh, David Rodriguez talking about the lawn grasses. Uh, the people are driving Neil Sperry nuts on uh, weed, weed uh, questions about the, Oh, are they really? Yeah, so he, he talked about it several times in the newsletter, which I take. And uh, yeah, so he, he summed up some of the questions that he was getting. Uh, he says, uh, "Can I use weed and feed now?" Was one of the, one of the most common. Never. Questions. <laughs> Will weed killers hurt my dog? Uh, <laughs> I applied pre-emergence when you said to in March, and I still have these weeds. <laughs> Why? What can I use to kill this little grass with all the seed heads? Now that, that's the one that caught my attention. That's uh, yeah, and right now it's pretty late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Neil says, uh, uh, no, pre-emergence weed kill, kill, killers in the summertime weeds uh, kill for summertime weeds grabgrass and grass burrs. Must be applied a couple of weeks prior to the average date of the last killing freeze in your area, then repeated 90 days later. And uh, uh, and then he talked about uh, forget weed and feed. Uh, he, he says... Uh, you won't hear me recommending applications of the of of the weed killers and the uh, the we, uh, pre-emergent herbicide and the uh, fertilizers at the same time. Yeah, Uh-oh. that's that's pretty unanimous with uh, horticulturists. Yeah, it's in our area especially, it just doesn't make any sense. I had, uh, you know, we've talked about it almost every weekend for the last three or four. I've had uh, another one of the, my lawn is uh, declining, you know, it's declining, was nice and lush this winter. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, this one, though, was a a new lawn they put in uh, sod in, in the fall. And he says... He, after a few cuss words about his uh, contractor, <laughs> then he says, uh, well, which sod should I use, and are there any tricks to make it work? And I, I sent him back to uh, look at it again and to feel if the roots had taken and if he saw any green. And, of course, he, f- he looked under the... Rescue grass, and uh, <laughs> he found the fact you know the sod is starting now. Yeah, and in fact, uh, the that just that short period from fall until winter that the roots were in fact uh, being connected in there. So that, that that's the case, I think, in a lot. We, this is just a a late green up year, and uh, you're, it should be, but you should be able to see some evidence of. Something starting, yeah, and just keep those <laughs> keep those weeds mowed. 
Yeah, I had to uh, break it to break the news to my son-in-law, who loves his yard, and we we've been bragging on it uh, for the last month or so. How beautiful it was! How it came through the winter real good. Sustainable winter lawn. Huh? Yeah, and so uh, I looked at I look I took a closer look at it, and it was a uh, uh, annual bluegrass or crabgrass. And uh, so I told him, hey, it's now putting up the little seed heads. And uh, so I had to break it to him the other day. I said, your, your lawn grass has not started to grow yet. And uh, that that pretty lawn that we're looking at is going to die out. Yeah. So don't get upset. Uh, Neil said uh, it's a- annual... The little grass with all the seed heads is annual bluegrass. Now, one dead, one giveaway on these weeds, uh, weedy grasses, is that they have seed heads. St. Augustine doesn't have seed heads. So Especially not you, now. Yeah, and, if you got St. Augustine. And Bermuda is not showing seed no, heads yet. No, It's barely going. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Milton. Sure. Uh, Neil says it will begin to drop and die as it turns warm. Your only only means of dealing with it is to prevent it by applying pre-emergent herbicides around September 1st. Well, I'm glad that uh, that seems like a a bit of a conversion on uh, Neil's part. Yeah. Because he he has not been uh, a cut-the-weeds person as far as I remember in past years. Yeah. But they, this year is pretty exceptional, though, too. Yeah, once the annual bluegrass starts growing in the fall, you have no second chance. And I don't think there's a herbicide, a, a direct spray-on herbicide. That you, just mow them. Just mow them. Yeah, there's the same stuff that will control rescue grass or annual bluegrass. It's a little it's a tough on your sod, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he put that to question in the uh, in the newspaper. This is this today's paper about the grasses, uh, the little seed heads forming on the grasses. So uh, it's but it's looked good for the last month, six weeks, yeah, or longer. It's getting the I know the rescue grass is getting pretty coarse. Yeah. Now. Um, uh, the, the rain, I'm wondering if the, I hope the rain is not going to result in any kind of reseeding of the winter weeds. I mean, a re, any new growth. Uh, but it might, you know, you might start seeing some summer weeds come through. Yeah. Um, I, I was uh, interested in his uh, answer about the weed, will weed killers hurt my dog? Yeah. And Neil says, <laughs> As for whether weed killers will hurt dogs and other pets, you have to know that one of the first things manufacturers work to prove is their products do not do harm to people or pets. That's good. When used according to label instructions. Plus, I'm not going to recommend any control, 
that I think might harm animals. I have pets myself. Nice answer, Neil. <laughs> he pretty well laid it on the line there. And uh, we have that same philosophy here at Member. There you go. Okay. Good. Yeah, we wouldn't recommend something to hurt your doggie. Oh, I have dogs, or too. Yeah, and or kitties. Huh? <laughs> or kitties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Besides, <laughs> some people have spread the word that uh, any time you use uh, commercial uh, fertilizers yeah. or uh, any type of spray herbicide, um, it's going to hurt the dogs. Now... I would say this: those who are, are wary of uh, hurting their pets, mm-hmm. when you spray, if you spray a uh, herbicide, keep the dog in for an hour, hour yeah. and a half. At least until it dries. Until it, dr- it dries. Yeah, okay. And then uh, well, you definitely won't have any problem. Anyway. Uh, good. Well, let me ask you this, though. No. Okay. Let's say... How do you get rid of? I want to get rid of something. <laughs> there is some, your wife. No, uh, I love my wife. Well, you better you better talk specifically then. Uh, <laughs> I want to get rid of. I have some pest that comes through the neighborhood. Uh oh, that keeps picking my poppies. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I had a BB gun. I had a beautiful one. Did you? Can you put a, put a little note out there? Saying, stop picking the poppies. Yeah, and yeah, kind of a good humored, but uh, that ir- 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 it would irritate me, too. Yeah. They, I'd get a BB gun. No, when you see them coming. Just, I'm not going to get a BB gun. Or you can put rock salt in your 410 <laughs> shotgun and uh, well, I've, I've, that'll really burn them. The problem has sort of been solved because I've run out of poppies. <laughs> but <laughs> So they'll have to pick them from You're someone else. You're not going to have any seed. Yeah, I know. And I don't know if it should bother. I guess yes. I don't get as bothered when people come and pick the pecans up. <laughs> but it, it is kind of a kind of a bold. Yeah. yeah but, but she's, you know, I generally, I generally say yes if they uh, ask. Yeah, I wouldn't. But anyway. But, but if they're on the poppies, I would not say yes. You had a beautiful maroon one. Oh, and, this thing was so maroon it wasn't even funny. I would explain. I, th- We're well, I would explain the that you the seeds are important to the yeah. regeneration of the plants, so you can enjoy them next year too. Now the ones in the container that are closer to the house, those were not picked. So, but those are the ones that I think Jerry said were red. Hmm. Did you see who it was? Once. So, yeah, I'm a little upset. I'll get over it. I'm. I'm sure they enjoyed it. It's okay. There are bigger things to worry about. They'd enjoy that BB on their butt, too. <laughs> yeah, I got kind of gotten over it by Wednesday when this pretty one bloomed. And oh, went, no. And then I got home Wednesday and it was gone. <laughs> I think sometimes people don't, uh, you know, and that's, uh, just don't think about that. that yeah, that you that's know, next uh, year's plan. Yeah, yeah there's num- number one. Uh, you know, a person spent a lot of time trying to get them to grow there so he could enjoy them. And then the 
flowers are gone and nobody gets to enjoy them. And then that's that second thing, the reseeding. Yeah, the reseeding. That's a big thing. They obviously didn't think. Don't no, think. I don't think they were, they cared about that. I think they just thought it was because it, uh, it can look weedy and it was in that little patch between the, the sidewalk and the road. And so I think they just figured, oh, a pretty weed came up and I'm going to save it. Occasionally it'll be, it'll be kids. I guess you can forgive kids more than you would an adult, but... They're easy to hit with the BB gun, too. <laughs> they you, got like, tender skin. Let take, let's see if we can move beyond that. <laughs> Based on yeah. my experience, though, when you get arrested for shooting them with a BB gun, yeah, you, the, the defense is that they stole, they stole my poppies. poppies. Yeah. It's generally not. That ain't going to work. That gonna, okay. Well, then that's good advice, Calvin. I think, I think I may listen to you on that one. Thanks, Jer. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, quickly before we go to break, I want to talk to you about Spider Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Uh, if it's bugging you, oh, and Warren's going to call in, so we need to have Warren call in. Um, I need to send him a text. He's going to tell us how the Into Care mosquito trapping system works uh, a little bit, which is a cool system that they've got over at Spider Man Pest Control that they introduced last season. Uh, it's not a spray. They don't spray anything on there. Uh, they uh, use this system at Disney World and Disneyland uh, where they've got to be careful about uh, the impact on both the property and the patrons. Uh, and it uh, does a great job. So they've got to be successful and they've got to have it where it's, uh, you know, not chemical based and people can be feel good about it. So if that's something <laughs> that you're interested in, uh, you can call Spider-Man Pest Control at 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. When we talk to him about it, I think I think that system too is uh, is one you would use if you were uh, looking to protect your butterfly population. Yeah, we'll ask him because we you know we always, we always have to remind people that we, you don't use general sprays, but then you say unless you're trying to control mosquitoes. So, and this, I'm going I'm, I'm going to ask him now. What's killing all my roaches? That's just a shame. Those poor him, roaches. I see them d- dead on their backs all over the place. Mm-mm. Maybe your neighbors are. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I bet it's center, that, the center of roach prote- uh, production <laughs> in the neighborhood. bed straw is killing them. <laughs> Speaking of that, their neighbors could have done it. And Go Spider-Man Pest is his website, but I just texted Warren, so he'll call us in a little while and tell us about that system. GoSpiderManPest.com. Speaking so, of neighbors. I'm sorry about your roach. Oh, no. What now? Should, should we go to break or you want to? You go to break. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Saturday, April 20th, lots of fun stuff going on and some stuff that you're going to be interested in, like 1030 to noon, Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service will discuss the basics of lawn maintenance. That's proper nutrition, mowing, weed control, and irrigation. Historically, this seminar is very, very popular, so plan to arrive early for the best parking and seating. And by the way, the seminar is absolutely free, so if you're worried about your lawn, if you want the best turf grass in the neighborhood, well, you need to come on out to Turfgrass 101 and enjoy this Saturday. 
Saturday the 20th from 10.30 to noon. Then stick around for all kinds of Fiesta food, fun, music, and more for Millburgers' big Fiesta celebration on Saturday, April 20th throughout the day. And get Millburgers' Fiesta medal for just a $7 donation to the Salvation Army. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. If you are looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hello, friends in SAT, you need to call OMG, OMG Kitchen and Bath. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, and OMG's full-time creative designers and staff will make you so proud of your newly remodeled kitchen and bath. See what I mean at omgkitchenbath.com or stop in the OMG showroom on Nakoma. FYI, OMG is A-rated with the BBB and Angie's List. But call OMG ASAP, 210-535-1000. That's 210-535-1000, omgkitchenbath.com. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come out to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry or small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to millburgersnursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Lloyd, is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. What's going on? Well, I'm watching the hummingbirds and my hummingbird feeder. And, yeah. Uh, well, what I don't understand is, I mean, there's probably something like 15 or 20 and it's, wow. hard to say that, it's hard to say, but I hear people say they have 500 or 1,500. How do you how do you count that? Is there a secret? Is there an amount of of uh, nectar that they go through? But, you know, or how, how do you estimate how many hummingbirds are at your feeder? Well, what you have to do is uh, mark them when they come to the feeder. Well, you put, put put a little. Uh, 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 flower on them on the tail, yeah, right. and then that way you can tell if they're returning or not. Well, I tried that, but I thought I needed different color flowers. So. Oh, okay. I can't okay. use white. 
But uh, <laughs> what is it? Can somebody repeat the question for me? Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to figure out. I think is this Lloyd? Is this the correct uh, question? You're trying to figure out how to count. accurately count the number of hummingbirds at his feeder. And well, I said, put a put some flour on them. Thousand. They got five feeders. They got a thousand hummingbirds. How do you know that? Is there a <laughs> is there a Nevada nectar they consume, or, or how do you know how many hummingbirds are there? Well. I just they're, they're counting. Uh, I mean, trying to count them. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. But they all look unless, the same. Unless it's uh, obviously a different uh, variety or ma- male versus female. I only, uh, you know, I maximize the count based on how many I can see at one time. Yeah. And they'll, there'll be some on your feeders. If you have more than one feeder, you can usually see what are on there. And then there'll be some sitting just observing on branches. Yeah, so it's not unusual to have uh, oh, th- three to four if you got more than uh, more than one feeder and you've got a lot of flowers in the vicinity. So quite often you can see three or four at a time. There might be another two or three in the, in yeah. the yard someplace too. But you can make up the you can make up the uh, make up the number. Nobody's going to come out and count the. Hummingbirds in your backyard? That's one of the neat things about bird watching. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, another another question. I got a question about onions. Uh, Good. The uh, fertilizing onions. Now, if I understood it correctly, Bruce Frazier recommends not fertilizing the onions after they start bulbing. Yeah, uh, I hear right. I hear some folks say no. You just fertilize them until the top falls over. Y'all have an opinion on that? Well, what does Bruce Frazier know about the onions? I don't know. Why? Why, why? Why are you listening to him? He's well, I didn't the pre- to president of uh, Dixondale Farms and right. furnishes all the onions. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a good man. I'm just kidding. Uh, but but I th- I think you can once they start bulbing, which uh, I was down south and some have already started bulbing. Uh, oh, the onions? Yeah, yeah. In my yard, they are, in garden they are too. Yeah, and uh, they they should probably the short day onions are probably uh, uh, make the maximum bulb size. By uh, it looks like they're early this year. By by mid to late May. So uh, and and at that time the top will fall over. Now if you quit fertilizing them, which I think you can do now, uh, you'll have residual fertilizer left in that soil if you've been fertilizing them every two to three weeks. Yes, sir. So okay. you you. Do, uh, I would I would follow Bruce's recommendation. Okay. All right. How about a hibiscus question? Okay. I bought a, a hibiscus life year from a pop store. Turned out it was a hardy hibiscus. But Good. But it flows to the ground, but now it's coming out. And when it first came out of the ground, it really looked good, dark green leaves. And now the leaves are turning kind of yellow. Uh, how tall? How tall is the stalk that's coming out from the ground? About a foot, about twelve inches tall. Okay. 
Well, the, the that new growth is always a little uh, washed out, so to speak. Uh, okay. You can uh, you can fertilize it a little bit, and uh, have you cut all the dead uh, stalks away from it from the new growth? Yes. Good. Yes, did that early on, right? Uh-huh. Do you remember, do you remember what kind of what the name of the hibiscus is? No, and I never and I no I don't. I, I was surprised to see that it was a hardy hibiscus. It was a okay. Little okay, uh, wait, wait. I was hoping it come back, and it did come back. Oh yeah, it will. Uh, they're just not coming back. Uh, when that stem, when that uh, shoot gets about, uh, let's see, you said it's a f- twelve inches tall now. Yeah, right. Uh huh. The leaves are all. Yeah, kind of like yeah. a little bush. About yeah. Uh, okay. I want you to go out and pinch the top, just a just a uh, an inch out of the top growing point, and that'll that'll okay. make it uh, branch out. And you can oh, okay. call you can call us back when it blooms, and we'll try to tell you which perennial hibiscus it is. Okay. Thanks, Lloyd. Yellow, a little fertilizer ought to take care of the yellowing of the leaves. Yes, sir. That'll help. Okay. We got, right. we got to run. Thanks, Lloyd. You take care. Right. Chris is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Chris, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely well and wonderful. And, yeah, you answered my question on onions also. About oh, good. <laughs> stop fertilizing them. But, no, my I have some that are bulbing, some that have fairly big bulbs, and some, the one next to it has hasn't even started at all. And yeah, uh, the, 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 the one hadn't started yet. Has it got a uh, bud, a uh, bloom bud on it? No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not a. Fe- it's not a female. It doesn't have a bloom on it yet. It's just. It's okay. Just, you know, and I was wondering about that too. But yeah, no, no. I learned about that anyway. My question: Once the cold plants, the broccolis, and actually all the others, um, go to. Start getting, or actually spinach and lettuce and all that, start getting a little bitter. They're done. This is before their bloom spike, right? Yeah, before they start doing their bloom spike and start bulging right. bigger, they're basically done. Once right. Start to get a little bitter. Okay. Flower done. Yeah. That, yeah, no, before that, even before that, they're starting to get a little bitter. I guess the heat or. Yeah, they. Uh, you you say broccoli? Are you talking about broccoli? Well, no, no. I, well, I, I'm still getting some heads. I planted a late crop, but I'm talking spinach and I'm talking lettuce. Before they're they're not even starting to do their bloom spike yet or anything, but they're starting to get bitter. Just the heat, right? From yeah, yeah, right. It's just the heat and the fact that they're getting ready to bolt or flower. So yeah, th- then they're done. Okay, and and you already answered the question. Oh. The last question would be on, uh, Lord, I did citrus. Citrus, what are your recommendations for the area around Millburgers, where I live, of having, if it's semi-protected, planting your citrus trees like a Myers lemon or Mexican lime in the ground? 
as opposed to a big pot. What oh, you if like? you if if you got, I have them uh, in both ways. Myers lemon. My, we're talking about Myers lemon, right? Let's talk okay. Myers lemon first, and then Mexican lime second. Same thing. Same question. Yeah. Uh, in the ground or not? Do you like it or the idea in, in the ground or not? Calvin, you got your Myers lemon in, a, in the ground, haven't you? No, I've got both the minor and uh, half whiskey barrels. Both of them, the limes. So do you, I mean lemon, so do you lemons and limes. Yeah. Lemons. Do you yeah. cover them during winter or pull them in? Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> for, and uh, not not uh, particularly successful with it. Uh, this uh, the, so they're they're all they're both blooming now, but they 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 were defoliated earlier in the year yeah, with that mine, first mine, freeze. Mine became defoliated even when I had them in the pot had them covered and they became defoliated but I was talking about and I, well, I, we, I didn't want to pull one of them yeah and we didn't count on it being a record freeze that November freeze and uh, if I had it to do over I would I would put a, a heat source <laughs> uh, heat source you know just even a mechanics light works pretty well to keep that temperature uh, but don't use an enough. LED lamp. <laughs> nah, nah, but you need one that makes for for heat. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Don't use an LED. Yeah, that's just for anybody it's else. It's really it's really convenient for the bugs in there to see. But no <laughs> LED. Yeah, but that's that's an issue because it was the last time I went to f- renew my source of uh, mechanics light. They all got those. LED, no. uh, and, and they're they trying to help you out. Yeah, they looked at me really disappointed that I. No, I don't want those. I want a traditional. <laughs> but and, uh, and a yeah. chicken light is too too much because that's two hundred and fifty uh, watts. I'm sorry. Anyway, what kind of a chicken light? Oh, oh yeah, a heat, that would work. A heat lamp, yeah, poultry yeah, heat lamp works. A heat lamp. Yeah, that works. That's very. That works very well. That's what I thought. That's what I used to try yeah, that's to save even stuff. I saved one tomato through the entire winter, though, and I've got tomatoes already. So, ah, I'll be done. I did uh, my, exper- yeah. my experiment. Getting back to the uh, onions, uh, <clears throat> you, you plant different size onions, and uh, they they will. Uh, so the one that hasn't begun to bulb yet. If it is a if it is like the other onions, I mean, if it's short day onion, uh, yeah, they're all they it, all came out of the same for meal burgers, but okay, good. They would then, have been uh, a small, they would have been a smaller they might have been a smaller bulb initially. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. They they'll start okay. they'll bulb later. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for calling. Thank you, sir. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good luck. Kevin is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Kevin? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Hey, guys. I spoke to you guys last week. Hey, I got the rest of my veggies for my um, for my grow pot that we were talking about last week. And uh, my okra is looking good in there, <clears throat> Mr. Parson, Dr. Parsons. And... Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, so I, I, I got some, um, I got some 
turnip greens. I've got some eggplant. Um, I, I think it all looks pretty good. Got a few more different types of tomatoes. Um, the, the gentleman before actually um, brought up a question for me um, with the onions. If, if you buy different types of onions, would it make it feasible that you wouldn't have to harvest all of them at the same time? Our our hmm. onions, uh, most of the onions that we sell and uh, comes out of Dixondale Farms specifically right. for this area are uh, short day to intermediate day onions. Okay. And uh, that that means when the temp when the uh, plant gets big enough and the uh, daylight gets right for that particular variety mm. it will uh, it will bulb uh, some some of the uh, short day onions bulb before others do especially okay. if they're intermediate day yeah but I've never yeah you know over the years I've never Notice that much difference? No, there's not. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, once you matter, start, it's a matter of days. Yeah. Once one starts falling over, you can expect. Seems like you can expect. Yeah. The others, you know, within a week or ten That's days. Right. That's right. If they haven't flowered. Okay. They never gotcha. fall over if they flower. Yeah. Right. No, they, You're talking. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, one other thing, I, I thought you guys get a kick out of this. Um, <clears throat> We have a, my in-laws have a few ranch houses, and my wife was down at the, one of the old ranch houses that was built in the 20s, and um, she had found some stuff, so she was doing some decorating in there, and one was a um, an old ad from H-E-B from the late 40s or early 50s, and, um, you know, they had all the different sections, like, you know, almost like they do today with the, the produce and the deli and, and, and so forth, but under the produce... Um, the big thing that was on sale for that circular was uh, rutabagas. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. I, I, I did snap a picture, so next time I'm over there and you guys are there. I'll yeah, go, you'll have I'll to go. scan it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that uh, I got a kick out of that. And then um, and then I heard you were um, um, going to speak to Spider-Man this afternoon. I know there's another guy that, that just... Um, Specializes in this, but um, does uh, Spider-Man also take care of uh, stuff that's up in the attic? I don't know if it's uh, rats yep. or possums or raccoon. Yeah, he sure does. Okay, okay, all right. Well, cool. All right, guys. Cool. So that's all I had. Thanks, ma'am. Okay, thanks. thanks for calling. All right, and again, that number, 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man or GoSpiderManPest.com is his website. That's an easy way. But, yeah, he can help you with that. Hey, uh, we'll give you another number to call, 210-822-9147. Checking out KSAT.com. I see that San Antonio did get some big uh, hail in this uh, past storm that came through, especially in Holotist and on the northwest side of town. And... Uh, um, you, you might be surprised uh, that I'm going to mention um, 
uh, calling Barry Hagendorf of Deccan Patio Care about hail damage. But I've talked to Barry, and that's why he created uh, the announcement on the station. Uh, and he's dealt with a lot of people that have had hail damage, and they have it on their roof, and then they get the big settlement, and then they find out they had hail damage on their patio or on their deck. Oh, hell no. Uh-huh, it's true. <laughs> and then it's too late. So I don't know all the details, but if you've got a deck or patio and you had hail, um, you want to, may want to call Barry because he's dealt with it. He's dealt with the insurance companies, and he can help you with that, too, uh, because chances are your insurance does cover damage uh, from hail to your deck or to your patio. But let him explain it all uh, because he said, you know, the last time we had a storm, uh, he had so many folks afterwards that were disappointed or the time ran out or, you know, he came over to their house and he said, well, you had hail damage on this. Did you tell your insurance company? And they were like, well, I didn't know we were covered on that. Well, okay, well, now you've had the hail and you know what's going on with your Decker patio. So you can give Barry a call. His number, 210-822-9147. That's Deck and Patio Care, Barry Hagendorf. 210-822-9147. We're going to take a break while we do. Uh, give us a call at 210-842-5877. Back in a moment on 930 AM, this is The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Amboverde Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Millburgers Big Fiesta Celebration, and there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turf Grass 101, Do's and Don'ts for Your Lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is... Is very popular. Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Millburgers celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Millburger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Millburgers Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. I don't have my kids going to Tim's school. Oh, come on. They're going to come somewhere. Based on a true story, the best of enemies centers on the unlikely relationship between a black civil rights activist and a local Ku Klux Klan leader during the racially charged summer of 71. This film is a well-acted, effective story about race and racial reconciliation. However, that doesn't mean this film is fault-free. The dialogue is inflected with profanity, and there are uncomfortable conflict-filled scenes to be sure. But keeping those issues in mind, this pick serves its thoughtful purpose very well. So I'll give the best of enemies a three out of five for family friendliness. Check out the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. 
If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. That's BigStateFinancial.com. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come out to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry or small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgersNursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, let's see, if we, I think we got all the lines open, so you can call right in and uh, get right on at 210-308-8867. We will answer the sixth call. Yes, <laughs> and the and the first five before that one. The um, thinking did, did they did they get the golf tournament over? Yes, it was ended last week, so we don't have any more tickets to give have, away. Well, we should have had some tickets to man. give away to that one too. Yeah, yeah. What happened to poor Trace? He was up here. He was answering questions. We kept or, getting questions. Yeah, so Trace, come back. Talk to us about what's going on. I think he picked the plant of the weekend. I, yeah. think th- I think that may be it. That's pretty. Us. Yeah, it is pretty. Do you know what it is? Hydrangea. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, is that, is that the Mother's Day plant? A different color. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like traditionally you give the hydrangea on Mother's Day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dieter Greenhouses used to, they used to have grow a lot of them just for Mother's Day. It's commonly known as the Mother's Day flower. Okay. This, is, this one's a... Normally, they're sort of a pastel color. This one's a rich red. Yeah, yeah. Now right, we'll have to find out. Trace is now going, why do they say it? No. They ruined it. <laughs> Poor Trace. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You heard us talk about the Top Tomato Contest. There are, uh, is information on plantanswers.com that will give you information on how to uh, have the best tomatoes you uh uh, can and how to show them well for the contest. So go to plantanswers.com for more information on that, too. Uh, what are they getting so much of there in the thing? Or is that the Millburgers thing? Are those peppers? You were out in the peppers. Did you find what you were looking for? Okay. I got bad news on the peppers. On the Rio Grande? What? Are they gone? No. Okay. You want to wait and talk to Trace before you give us the... I, I think I better tell Trace, because if I, if I say it okay. now, Charles is going to be calling. All right, well, let's let's move on from that. <laughs> Calvin, how are you doing? 
Uh, <laughs> pretty fair. I'd be doing be- I'd do better if I had remembered my uh, hearing aid paraphernalia. Uh. <laughs> it, uh, I can uh, do pretty good with you two because uh, I can see your lips. Oh, yeah. But you know, it's very difficult to see people out there on the audience. Radio. Uh, audience well, there. you want me to bring your headphones up a little? Is it the volume or the? Uh... Yeah, bring yeah, the I'll volume. Try up. that. Yeah, because that's. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're actually pretty loud there. Kevin. Okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, nothing, huh? We still no got, help. We still got some good tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> good selection of tomatoes, both big ones. I don't little I don't, ones and then the, oh that that what you there. do there? Did you raise? It? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Okay, good. Yeah. I heard Jer- uh, <coughs> uh, but uh, got a good so- uh, assortment of uh, vegetable plants out there. Uh, and uh, if you want to plant things from seed, you can still you can you got time to plant uh, bush green beans and corn. Uh, if you got a larger garden. You need to plant corn because you need to plant it three or four rows side by side or in a circle for pollination. It's wind pollinated. Uh, but uh, the uh, farmers have already got their corn up about uh, four or five inches. Huh. And they they were complaining. Not in Iowa. <laughs> uh, they were complaining uh that the cold weather it slowed the growth of the corn. They watch it every day, you know. And uh, but, but uh, they were going to have to irrigate if we did if they didn't get some rain. And uh, I, I don't know if they irrigated last week or not, but uh, they were threatening to irrigate. And that was that that that's when they irrigate the corn. Uh, they also put a pipe over. Uh, in the blue bonnets, so they will go irrigate the blue bonnets too, which is, is typical for farmers. Uh, after they irrigate, we get a rain. You know, no. it's one of those. Well, things. that's typical for everybody. If, uh, <laughs> after you irrigate, you get a rain. So, but I we've to- told that story before. Now, I ran into the uh, at a some kind of uh, get together event. I ran into the. Uh, former city manager oh and uh she remembered the time when we were uh, this was years ago when i was the conservation director at saws we were declaring the um drought restrictions yeah out on the court on the courthouse uh steps <laughs> and it started raining uh. <laughs> and it didn't stop raining for three four days afterwards. oh no i told her that uh, it, it wasn't true that I tried to avoid her for the last next yeah. three weeks. She says, "Well, you certainly, I certainly didn't see you around uh, there. I would have said something, but, but yeah, uh, uh, Kevin's been famous for that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I never forget the time they put the put the wa- put the water uh, had a front page picture in the paper of a water hose and sprinkler going and." Uh, they were saying water restrictions are now in place, and we had a flood. 
<laughs> and we had a flood that uh, very same day that the paper came out. So, uh, and Cal, we always kid Calvin about his uh, drought, drought yeah. uh, articles. Well, I took it. I always took credit for the uh, new, the rains and the water that came. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> anything was better than uh, restrictions. Yeah, Calvin's article today on page in section C uh, talks about how to attract uh, monarch butterflies. Or how to get it's more about how to get involved in the in the effort yeah to to uh, produce and attract monarch butterflies and you give a lot of good information in there and about it, the monarchs and their migration and uh, yeah they're it's a, they're amazing how they uh, you know their population has been reduced because of bad weather, yeah. lack of milkweed and habitat. But just amazing they've survived as well as they have for their their lifestyle. So complex, all that those short generation times, long migrations, susceptible to pesticides and uh, success with getting rid of milkweed. Uh, the farmers cheered, but. Uh, that uh, the monarchs don't have any place to lay their eggs, but uh, yeah, I was surprised that uh, you said their habitat had been reduced to eleven acres. Is that what oh, that that is the that that is where they uh, winter in the yeah down by Mexico City. Acres. Yeah, well, fifteen acres is at one point uh, got down there uh, uh, about three acres or less. Oh Lord, that's all that covered. And that then kind of mobilized everybody, and so they've uh, are protecting that that wooded areas. And we didn't for the longest time we didn't know exactly where they were wintering. Yeah. Now in the article I was mentioning that the population is up forty four percent down on the wintering grounds this year compared to last year, but that. But over there in California, there's another wintering ground. Uh, but that one is was down this year, so you you don't want to f- feel secure until until we really get that population back up to where it was. Yeah, every everything's leaving Chicago, uh, California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, maybe that's true. <laughs> I wonder if uh, those 15 acres are they a certain type of tree. Um. There's a couple of different kinds of tree. The, the one, one is a fir. They mention the fir all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a, uh, I can't remember the, the variety of fir. Yeah. But there are, uh, I also think there's smokes in that area too. But the, the fir seems to be the, okay. the, the most. Now over there in Monterey, that wintering ground, that's. I think that's the that Monterey pine is the main. Okay. So they like conifers. Yeah, they're they're not. Yeah, they they just use it as a uh, just hang on the yeah branches, and that's what I've they, seen pictures of yeah. them hanging by the thousand. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break while we do give us a call to We can have fun right after this on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. Stimulating talk. This is 9.30 a.m. The answer service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. 
News This Hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says he's considering releasing illegal immigrants into Democratic strongholds. In his latest tussle with Democrats over illegal immigration, the president confirms that he's looking at a plan that would send detained immigrants to sanctuary cities. And they want more people in their sanctuary cities? Well, we'll give them more people. We can give them a lot. We can give them an unlimited supply. Just hours before, White House and Homeland Security officials insisted the idea had been rejected. But the president says it's under consideration and it'll show if Democrats have open arms. Greg Clugston, Washington. Top Democrats are defending Representative Ilhan Omar. President Trump retweeting video of her that seemed to suggest that she was making light of the September 11th terrorist attacks. Democrats insist the comments used by the president were taken out of context. Meanwhile, the president says the U.S. cannot afford to let other countries get ahead when it comes to developing 5G. The race to 5G is a race America must win, and it's A race, frankly, that our great companies are now involved in. We've given them the incentive they need. It's a race that we will win. Speaking at the White House, the president said building high-speed networks across the country will transform the way Americans work, learn, communicate, and even travel. Ground beef is apparently the culprit behind a food poisoning outbreak that sickened about 100 people. Federal health officials say this is an unusual strain of E. coli that's affected people in half a dozen states, with Kentucky seeing about 50 cases. The Centers for Disease Control says people can still eat ground beef. They just need to make sure it's thoroughly cooked to 160 degrees. Some of the people they're tracking with the bacterial infection reported eating ground beef in restaurants, while others say they had it at home. The outbreak began early last month. I'm Jackie Quinn. More on these stories at townhall.com. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting here at a beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And we'd love to have you come on out and shop with your gardening peers at 1604. Uh, 16- on Boulevardy Road, or give us a call at 210-308-8867. When the sun comes out, the people come out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. truth. All right, so what else you got going on? Uh, I have a question for Calvin. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, I'll have to pretend I can't hear. Uh, on this good-to-grow thing on a coral honeysuckle, they've got a... They've got a... Um, caption there that says coral honeysuckle is not invasive like it's non-native cousin. I would bet that coral honeysuckle is non-native. Coral honeysuckle? Let's see. I wonder what they're th- which honeysuckle they're thinking about. Uh, the, the, uh, the one that's all over the southeastern United States. So, uh, the one I used to wade going hunting, wade through to try as a little kid to try to find quail. Uh, I forget what they call the genus of species. I can see it, but I can't. Yes, yeah, yellow. Yeah. 
But uh, I bet this coral honey. I uh, well, I don't. I, I don't think a coral honeysuckle is being very. Oh no, it's aggressive. not. It's, yeah. yeah, I agree with the non-invasive type. Oh, but you're saying that you think it is exotic. I, I think it's exotic. I don't know for sure. I, it's, uh, you know that that part of the article is is Express News, right? Yeah, and, right. Uh, and they're using yeah uh, Tracy's old uh, archives. Yeah, right, Tracy's. But uh, I guess you put that. Uh, we can we. But it, it's a good it's a good plant. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a nice one. Uh, we got I've got one neighbor that grows it on his fence, and uh, it grows. On a cyclone fence, it grows fast enough. Well, and I guess it's kind of an open area, and there's a dog on one side. But the uh, deer eat at it, but they never seem to completely wipe Coral it out. Honeysuckle? Yeah, wipe it out. Okay. Yeah, but the deer like it, too. That probably trims it back a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, makes it bushier. Yeah, it never, never makes a, a thick growth yeah. on the fence. right. But anyway, that's a good article that you put put together for uh, about monarch butterflies. And uh, yeah. the, the main one of the main points is that uh, that monarch butterfly effort is uh, something that we can get every gardener can get involved with, and with minimum effort, uh, you you can really contribute to uh, to the uh, solution of the. Uh, the issue there, uh, you know, to try to strengthen uh, the monarch butter pop- butterfly population. There's also some real initiatives that you, you know, if you're even beyond your local gardening, there's some initiatives like the city of San Antonio are involved in. Most of the universities are involved. Uh, garden clubs are that you, you oh, yeah. He's a big one. Yeah, you, there went. One of your uh, hummingbirds, Jerry. Oh, it's huge. Uh, Size of a small dog. Uh, that about a hundred of them, wasn't it? <laughs> just yeah. one. Just uh, one yeah. huge one. <laughs> well, you, we, we're going to help you identify it so we could tell if we got have more than one come through. <laughs> but anyhow, get a, get a hold of that article. Um, yeah, it's in today's paper. And uh, you can try my, my San Antonio uh, on the web. Uh, we have Milton and I have kind of mixed results when we're looking for it, but uh, yeah, you can also go to the uh, oh corner, Circle K and Valero and the uh, corner store and get that uh, Sunday version, and that'll have the uh, gardening, the sports page, and the gardening in it. Uh, so if you're interested in the monarchs, uh, go ahead and do that. And Milberger's, of course, is a center of, of monarch uh, butterfly activity, too. We've got the certified butterfly garden. And uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that we've got our uh, next shipment of, of uh, I meant to ask Trace, our next shipment of milkweeds in. I know we've got uh, uh, the mist flowers. And, of course, zinnias are here. Uh, no porter weed yet. But uh, there's lot, lots of things you can plant to, uh, to help the monarchs that are here right now. Got a question from the crowd, sir. Can we ask your question on the air? Would you be on the air with us? Okay. Hang on. Let me 
He brought some dead branches in here. Let me fix this. I'm going to give you the mic, and you'll be on the air. <laughs> there you go. Oh, all right. How can we help you? I have 54 cypresses in my house. Most of them bought here. But then four of them are looking like this, as you can see, more pale. Yeah. They're, they're, what are they, Arizona cypress? No, they're Italian cypresses. Italian cypress. And then this is the one next to it that it looks very green. Uh, so you don't have full exposure oh. to the sun, but, but the lady inside told me, bring it to the experts, to the doctors. There here. you go. Uh, the, uh, yeah. No, he's got, he's got, got one. one. Oh, you got he's one. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, the, uh, it's a whole bush, uh, the whole plant. The whole plant looks that like this. Color. That color. That's not good. Yeah, that's not a good idea. I don't see spider mites. Hey, yeah, fix that. He's looking for spider mites. Want me to pass it to Calvin? Well, I think Calvin has seen You don't see the spiders, the typical? No. Yeah, yeah, no. Calvin's now also looking for spider mites. Now, the, a little bit of uh, so the tips tips are showing some green, which may mean that it's not completely gone. But one of, one of the reasons we are not prone to at least me is uh, not prone to recommend it is because you can never explain what what is going to ha- what happens like this italian cypress and some of the others too are are difficult to uh, to predict how old is this one is it these are not very old these are some of the youngest ones and like, how tall how tall i would say a little bit more than this this house uh-huh and uh, a little bit been more. there three years or three years, two or three years. I have some that are huge, fifty-four. It's like Tuscany, but they're not showing that symptom. Blood. No, they're all very healthy. Just very the young ones. Just the young ones. Um, what's what's the what's the water situation? It's not it's not soggy there, or there's not water's not accumulating. No, it's not a low no. spot. No. It, it's water once a week, once every two weeks. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't water it once a week. Once every two weeks or three? Yeah, I, maybe just water when it gets dried out. Okay. Now, these last few months wouldn't have been hurt, but uh, just because you can, you never know how they're going to react. It's, is this the only one doing that? There are four of them. Four of them. Four all young the, ones. All of them doing that? Yeah, yes, all of them. And they don't have a lot of sun because there is another tree that covers them a little bit. I just noticed the house next door. There is a tree that they're not full exposure. That some of the like some of the other ones. Hmm. I, 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 I just can't think of any way to. Um, now, did you dig in the soil a little bit? No. I would do that for sure, just to see. Now these four that are showing the symptom—is there anything they've got in common with each other? They're all—are they all that same age? Yes. And uh, are they are they interspersed with those some so that look like, good? Like Fifteen cypresses, and like fourteen are very good, growing and growing. Good. And these four are like 
dark color. And they're right close together? They're close together. Not close together. They have some separation. But they're, they're adjacent. Yes, yes. I'd be, yeah, then I'd be real suspicious. I'd look for that common... I'd dig in that soil a little bit and see... You know, you, you, you see if it's... Uh, soggy. It shouldn't be... Yeah, soggy, and it shouldn't be dry now, but... If it, for some reason, is real dry, you could that would be one. Also, look um, if there's any way that the the light if is we could different. Cut some of the tree next door. I could ask the lady next door to cut some. That I could get my gardener to cut some of the tree. No. So, so t- talking. Oh yes, I will. I will ask the lady next door to see if we could cut some of the tree, so the cypress will get more sun. No. Um. I don't. I'm not sure that would cause. No, cause uh, no, 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 no. But I was just looking for kind of uh, circumstances. Uh, how long have they been planted? My whole house looks like a like a villa in Tuscany. I love it. Okay. So for a long time. So I'm talking about these new ones. Oh, these new ones. Two or three years. Two or three years. Okay. But but I say like ten are thriving. And three or four, yeah. the one closer to that tree, are that color. And they're not. There's not any. Nobody parks close to them or anything where the exhaust would be. No. Um. Gosh, I can't think of what. They're adjacent to a fence, to a wood fence. Adjacent to a wood fence. But I didn't know if I should put some fertilizer or more soil or I don't know <laughs> I, yeah that's we that's, could recommend that but uh, yeah not sure why don't why don't you do your soil soil that soil exploration and see if you see anything you know we, we've, I, we've seen I, we've seen where where leaks in water lines or when drainage has affected them that's why we ask those too questions much water yeah, and they, and it's not, you know, just doesn't in, the, in those urban situations and by the housing and <clears throat> parking lots, quite often it'll get blocked. I think that's the best I I can think of to do to it's do so that you exploration. Don't see, you, don't, you don't see anything to spray them with anything. No, what he wants to spray it with something. Uh, no. You can spray it with something, but it won't. I don't think that'll help. That will help. Just this. Look at this. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's some. Physical, I guess, I guess it could be a a dieback, a fungal dieback. But you might see that in the roots if, when you dig a little bit there. See if you if you see if you see that the roots are uh, not showing growth or that they're rotted. So if the soil's soggy, is your that would be a key. Then you got to figure out how to 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 change it so that the drainage is better. You know, we're putting new soil, perhaps, or... Well, no. As long as it deals with the water, but usually it doesn't deal with the water. The soil is probably good, except there's something that's, that's getting in the too soil. Wet, too wet. That, that yeah, if, you, if you've been watering them once a week... My garden, I live part of the time in Florida, in Miami. <laughs> yeah, see that? Hey, that's, if you've been watering them once a week, point. that's too much water. If there's any... Yeah, if there's any... Problem with drainage, with with these once per week is going to be an, an issue. I think you may find that. And, but the other thing is, if you can 
if you can address that, it still, it still looks like you've got some new growth coming yes. on. Yes. And you might have a chance to pull them out. To survive them. <laughs> yeah. But don't don't get caught up in fertilization and those things. The thing is, you just got to identify that problem, and we think it of maybe soggy soil, maybe soggy soil, and deal with it. I will. All right. Thanks a bunch. You think Thank you, you should so use very Medeta? Much. Thank you for the wonderful, wonderful nursery that you have. Oh, thank you. Thank I love you. it. Yeah. I wish that they had one like this in Miami. No. <laughs> we'll tell them to open up one. Thank you. Uh, you, Kevin, you think you ought to put Medina on there? No. Well, Soil you activator? You can. <laughs> hey, you, good luck. Would y'all enjoy doing the show from Miami? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. Some sometimes it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> the cold, All right, cold weather. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I know what's wrong with that guy's problem. What? Uh, I got a new, a new word here. Oh dear! Uh, from Neil Sperry. No, no. Said what would be causing uh, parts of my creeping rosemary to look so bad? It looks like it has gray mold. And Neil answers, "That looks like an environmental challenge." So that's what his. Plants oh, he has like. an environmental challenge? Environmental challenge such as cold damage or excessive wet soil. Yeah, rosemary is a little that way. Yeah, environmental. Remember that, environmental Physi- challenge. That's what we used to call a physiological yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we'll have to start. You uh-huh. Add that to our vocabulary. I hope he finds uh, something like that. that. That's There's a number of plants... Which, uh, as I as I mentioned, it's why Jerry and I generally don't recommend them. That are just unpredictable in their uh, reaction to our soil and our weather, and and you, if you, it's re- you really really pretty helpless if you can't figure out what is causing oh, the problem. Oh yeah. So. And the, it's it's interesting that it's only happening on the new ones. Yeah. And uh, the new ones, all a new plant among. Old plant. So how do you water? If you water the new plants, if you overwater the new plants, you could damage the old plants. Well, if you, but I, I suppose you also have a root system that's much more flexible and out there. Right, right. So you might have this still, still have the the uh, problem with the. The root system that's close to where they're getting watered, but they've got enough of a feeder root system right, out there in dry right, soil that can right. maintain the old ones. That's that's always tough. Yeah, uh, that's I tough like to determine how to do Red that. tip fetinias. Uh, when you have uh, damage on the red tip fetinias, uh, that can be a that can be a problem. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Amboverde Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Millburgers' big fiesta celebration, and there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turf Grass 101, Do's and Don'ts for Your Lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is is very popular. Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Millburger celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Millburger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Millburger's Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-dev color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Last night I spoke on behalf of one of my favorite ministries. It was the annual banquet of the Carolina Pregnancy Center in Spartanburg, South Carolina. The event comes at the time the film Unplanned has been released and is doing well at the box office. There were testimonies from women who made the right choice and from those who made the wrong choice because they lacked sufficient information and were lied to by Planned Parenthood or some other abortion facility. This is one of the most satisfying things I do, because it shows people they can make a difference where they are, not by waiting on Washington and politicians to do something. When people understand they can have a hand in preventing abortions at the local level by giving, praying, and helping these centers reach out to women in difficult circumstances, they are empowered. They can then become influential in helping abortion-minded women overcome their circumstances if they decide to let God be God and not take life into their own hands. I hope you are seeking out and supporting your local pregnancy center and seeing unplanned. You can save lives. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come out to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry or small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to millburgersnursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hang on. Oh, here you go, Trey. Sorry. Uh, there you go. What's going on, man? You've been kind of busy. Uh, it's been fun. Good. Good deal. Yeah, as soon as the... As soon as the weather broke and got yeah, nice. About 30 minutes after the sun came out. Yeah, everybody Quite a difference. headed over here to Millburgers. So and, I'm, and I'm already dry. Yeah. <laughs> Were you out here in the rain? Oh, of course I was. There was all, all these folks. Jerry noticed it, and I noticed it, too, that the uh, uh, lots of folks were out here shopping. And some had umbrellas, some didn't. That's true. Yeah. So, anyway, well, what's going on, Trace? Well, uh, we got in those Rio Grande goals. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, they're still out there. They are. And yeah. I was I was giving Trace hell about the, the plants look good. But I couldn't see any tags in the plant that said Rio Grande Gold. But Trace says that yeah, on you don't, the you side don't, of, you don't run out of plants when you don't have yeah. The label. <laughs> well, we we had you the said grower, they're on the side. Yeah, the grower didn't put the tags in. He put one tag in a flat. Yeah. And so as soon as I saw that, we put little stickers on the rest of them. Okay. So if you pull the six pack out of the flat, you'll see the name. And it's on the side of the six pack. Yep. Okay, they're in six pack too. How about the? Uh, did you did the shipment of uh, milkweed come in? Yeah, well, the same same variety. The tropical. Sorry. Tropical dip. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, is it, fact, where, where is it? Trim? Right behind the hug me tree. Right behind the hug me tree, y'all. Okay. <laughs> you're, look, you're looking too far out. Yeah. Right there. Go oh, hug. right here. Oh, right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The uh, the you, last week you were talking about getting some uh, more crepe myrtles in. We got a good chunk of them in. They came in. Gallon, yes. Okay. Some great great varieties and color selections over there. Okay. So that's a lot of action. The butterfly garden uh, certified butterfly garden looks good, and the milkweed is coming up there. And I think it is all over town. But if you uh, if yours isn't. Uh, these milkweeds look good. Uh, get some of those and get it out there uh, before the monarchs. Almost every fifth phone call this week was, do you have milkweed? Oh, wow. Almost every what? About one in five phone calls we got cool. was, do you have milkweed? And the other three is, do you have grass? <laughs> That's fourth, what I was going to ask. The last one was uh, about all kinds of odd things. So. Neat. And then... Uh, that next we'll now and the next thing we'll keep uh, bugging about is uh, any porter weed yet? Any porter weed yet? Uh, I actually got some like two weeks ago. I don't think it's still here though. Did uh, you show Trace your uh, thing from the butterfly garden? No, because uh, Mary identified it. Oh, what was it? Uh, it was parsley that had gone 
No, oh, okay. They, she, they were she, showing me seed pods this, or seed heads this morning, and I was like, I don't know. Smelled, uh, to me, it smelled like, and Jerry, celery. Yeah, we smelled it. Yeah. We squeezed yeah. it and smelled it. And, and, and Mary, I could see the light bulb go off when I called her over here. She remembered that she did, in fact, <laughs> Italian uh, Italian parsley she had planted. And uh, the, just like we said, the plant, like celery, changes its look when it goes to seed. So did that. Yeah. That thing is huge out there. It's in a garden. We were close to the right family. Yeah. Anyway. The smell was uh, pretty distinctive. Yeah. Well. So that's good. But anyhow, words. come on out and look at that... Uh, Certified butterfly garden, and uh, as Trace says, uh, lo- a lot of the goodies. Zinnias are here. We have zinnias, yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, snapdragons are going downhill fast, so get the zinnias in there to replace them. You got rust on them? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're just, uh, I took uh, about eight rows out uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. And then uh, I'm just moving up the hill, and the, my rockets look, rocket snapdragons really look good, but. Would be nice if they could last another month or so. But oh, listen not, to this guy! They're not going to make it. Uh, well, if you if you got any of this rain at your house, uh, they're probably uh, parallel with the ground at this point. Say again. <laughs> they're probably parallel with the ground at this moment after the rain and wind we just got. No, unfortunately. I don't know. I uh, uh, maybe I guess, but I was amazed that the uh, the poppies there on that part of the landscape. And the snapdragons uh, fared pretty well in the wind so far, but I guess a different direction the wind could take anything down. Um, so, plumbagos look good, Trace. They do. Got lots of those. How about whoppers? Have we got whoppers? We, do have, we do have uh, whoppers. Good. Uh, and uh, four and a half inch. I recommended uh, whoppers to uh, Both uh, green leaf and dark leaf and pink and then red. Wow. How about, not, not a lot of them, just a handful. But. How about that uh, new, what was it, new uh, Celosia that David was talking I, about? I had it last week, and uh, I didn't. I wasn't able to get it in for this week. So yeah, because we'll again next, it's going to appear in the article next. Okay. Next Saturday. Well, I will definitely have some. Yeah, yep. Whopper Begonia. What, what's it called? New. New look red Celosia. Yeah, and. Uh, what else I talked about? But, oh, I talked about all cosmos. All celosias are good. That one just happens to get colorful in the leaf as well as in the bloom. Yeah. Did you see that person, that lady that chopped in the rain and got all the roses? Uh, two, tr- two, can't two th- carts. Can't full. say I did, but that's uh, we we appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, they were. She was out there in the shade in the rain. I mean, when it was raining. Well, she wanted to get home and. And plant them when the sun came out. <laughs> and the poor poor guy with her was that was picking them up. He didn't have an umbrella, but she got a good selection. There you Pretty. Go. The, now, the roses are great. There was a plant sitting up here when I came here. Was, uh, there, was there a reason for that? Uh, I think Charles put that up here. Oh, oh, okay. We thought maybe it was the uh, plant of the weekend. It but. can be. Okay, <laughs> but there's not a lot of numbers of them, so it's. Uh, uh, well, tell us about it. We'll, we'll make it the uh, the secret plant of the week uh, <laughs> that only our listeners know about right now. It's a beautiful hydrangea. Yes, it is. There's there's about uh, twenty of this one particular color. 
Oh. Red. Yeah, it's a almost. deep red, almost a blood red. Almost, almost, almost burnt. Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> red. Maroon. <laughs> I'd love to. You're going to be banned from I'd the meetings. I'd orange one. <laughs> yeah. I might actually grow one if I it was orange. Cool. Hydrangeas uh, are, they have their purpose here, and people, uh, people love to plant them. They really need to be in a shaded circumstance or a little bit of morning sun. They are an acid-loving plant, so uh, you treat it similar to azalea, camellia, gardenia. Uh, growing in pots acceptable, but with Easter right around the corner, this would be a uh, a unique Easter gift. Yeah. Instead of taking an Easter lily, you could take a hydrangea, which is synonymous with Easter as well. And, and then Mother's Day is May twelfth. Yeah, they might still be in bloom for that. Okay. But uh, definitely for Easter. This would be a, uh, a talking point on the patio for sure. So does there, is there a name for it that if someone wanted to look online and see how pretty it was? I don't think so. But All right, uh, we're going to go look real quick. But, yeah, it's it's a hydrangea. I, even I instantly recognized what it looked like, but its color wasn't the same. And uh, its color was a deep red, and I'm used to seeing sort of the pastel blues and pinks. Yeah. And, what and is that? Are you you're saying that's deep red to you? Yeah, it's kind of a purplish red. It's kind of a maroon, isn't it? Is yeah, that a maroon? Yeah, to me, I like a... <sighs> I can't even... He's got like a cross vine. Yeah, right he, he can't say maroon. No. It is a dull Texas oh, tech I, color. Oh, they, they, I, can, uh, they can come actually take my diploma it's away. It's definitely not burnt orange. Uh, no. <laughs> but I was, I was thinking that. Yeah, I would that. say blood red or maroon. Okay. Red. Um, I've got one of those... Uh, Planted uh, in my landscape around the my house, Tennessee house, my house in Tennessee. Oh, the hydrangea? Yeah, but red. That color? Red. Oh, yeah. red. Wow. Like a color. So, uh, again, limited number, and uh, they are spectacular. They are twenty nine ninety nine. All right. And um, it's just a, a show-stopping bloom. And did, it, did you find, other than we know it's a hydrangea, do we know a no. variety? Okay. Charles will probably text me in a minute. <laughs> Saying move on. I see. No, but the the cool thing is, uh, well, it, uh, is that you can, uh, if you know you want one with only twenty left, if you want the cool uh, looking one, then you can just uh, call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero and just say, hey, I want that hydrangea. The guys were talking about uh, the maroon one. The maroon one. Maroon <laughs> one. Yes. Uh, Put one aside, and I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there Monday or Tuesday. Guess what? Guess what else they got, Melton? What? The your gardenia. Yeah, the August Beauty. August Beauty. That that's Melton tested. Yep. Lasted lasted at least three years, I think. Yeah. Is it still alive? No. It. It actually got too much water. Is that right? Yeah. It got. Remember, we had all those rains that one year a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. It got. It got too wet. And it, and died. That'd be better in a container. Too. Did you have yours in a container? Yeah, yeah. And I did exactly what y'all recommended with the half peat, half pag, pag, peat. Yeah. The same thing for the recommendation for the blueberries. Uh, blueberries, yeah. Yeah. And they're on sale, Milton. Twenty dollars regularly. Fifteen dollars on sale. It's a good deal. Do you want to you want to tell them that's, they're actually fourteen eighty eight for, yeah, for, for yeah. all the people listening? Yes, or Jerry will pay fifteen. Some, some, you know, I guarantee he's, he's going to cover twelve cents of every purchase. Yeah. We're getting we're uh, 
a lot of people's lawns are getting to the stage where they can be fertilized, Trace. Is the slow release lawn fertilizer still on sale? Oh, it is. You bet. 1988, 7,600 square feet. Wow, you can. Yeah, even if I, you know, even if your lawn's not quite ready to get fertilized, I'd get a couple of bags. One, you know, one for the lawn to use when it's ready, and then one for your garden for the rest of, rest of the year. Surprisingly, there's a lot of people out there that actually had to mow their grass twice. So yeah, uh, there's people really? doing it now. Yeah. Can we ask your question on the air? Will you be on the air with us? All right, here you go. You got lots of folks to help you out here. Hi, gentlemen. Hello. Um, I have a big problem in my yard. It went from yard of the year in my neighborhood to an absolute disaster right now. Um, I brought some pictures to show you, and I brought some samples that I pulled up out of the yard. Lovely. Yeah, isn't that great? Um, <laughs> I want to blame it on my husband when he fertilized last year, but I don't think that's it. Oh. Um, it started in the fall, and it was one strip, and uh, it turned brown, obviously. Um, and since then, uh, now this spring, in the last few weeks, this, these brown spots have just taken over. Somebody told me it was fungus. Someone, I, I think... Uh, it's, it's, uh, it looks like Bermuda grass. Yeah. That's what it used to be. Take that over. Show that to Calvin. The picture. Here, give it to me. I'll pass. Oh, the <laughs> All right, so. This well, maybe it is. Oh, Lord. Look at the pattern. So it's not. Holy smokes. I'm sure it's not uh, grub worm. No, it's fungus. Uh, yeah, that it's would fungus. Happen. It's fungus. More than likely, it was September when we had all that rain. Right. Uh, that's I right. I bet that's when it happened. Here, show him, too, show so him. he can be... He... Absolutely. <laughs> I'd let the, I was going to let them make the diagnosis, and, <laughs> then, and then if it's wrong... You know. And then he'd cr- critique us. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that oh. is... Uh, Look how beautiful and green it is where it's green, and <laughs> you can just see that pattern. And um, I came out the other day, and they gave me some good advice to, you know, clean all the brown dead stuff out, which I did. And so... It's St. Augustine grass. It's St. Augustine grass, yes. Now, cold damage... You didn't have any... There's no... There's no... uh, Do you know what agricultural termites are? Can you not see those? You should be able to see... The, the, the last fall, you should have been able to see some lines. There no, nothing there. Nothing like that. And I'm the one that mows the yard and is out there all the time. Um, we did treat it two weeks ago uh, for ants, but um, that's just crazy. I vote fungus, and uh, with the possibility, irregular patterns like that can also be cold. Can uh, be what? Cold damage. What is that? Cold, when it gets cold. too cold. When, when it's it too, too cold. cold. And uh, you can get that rippling effect wow. throughout. Really? Are you in San Antonio? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, over between Chavano Park and Castle Hills. Okay, Hitz. okay. Oh, fungus first. Now, is it still is it still I uh, took these spreading? Pictures. Yes, and it's spreading very rapidly. Um, I took these pictures this morning. Um but I did take all of the brown stuff, you know, out of there. It was a much thicker dead uh, grass. Have you, have you applied any kind of fungicide? 
not yet. I think I would apply a fungicide to see if I could stop the spread. Which which one trace do you think? Uh, F stop. Yeah. Okay. Which one? F stop. F Little, stop. Small F. Okay. What you and then S T O P in caps. Okay, got it. It's kind of it's usually we get uh, the kill in the fall and then in the spring it stops and, and starts to recover. So yeah, I think the most important thing is to get it stopped. Now I'm going to need to do the entire yard though, right? Not just where the spots are. Enough. Um, uh, uh, well, you treat the areas and at least five to ten feet out at curative. That F stop does have a preventative rate for areas that that aren't having a problem anywhere near there. You could do half strength. Okay, because I can see some spots even in that lush grass where it is starting to thin out. But you can see um, where some of the grass is coming back or is barely hanging yeah. on. But there's, yeah. like, no roots. That's that's why I asked about the, uh, Ants. the termites. Yeah. yeah. The agricultural termites because that's... Boy, that's a... That, that, uh, that's damage there. I'm, it's, yeah. And it just, I'm, it just happened. In the fall... It was in one spot, and like you said, right after all the rain, and kind of a low spot, um, and it slowly turned brown. But just in the last two weeks... Um, Did it die? It just has taken over, and really within two weeks. Okay. That's how fast well, it's what ca- Do you know what kind of St. Augustine it is? I don't. I don't. Are you going to replace it? I'm going to do whatever you advise. Well, um, I think I'm going to aerate it. Do the fungus. Do the fungus spray first. But uh, on the where it's on the line that it's spreading on, on the area that uh, it's spreading to. I guess I'm going to need to. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever you suggest. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Do that and see if you can stop. Do stop the, the fungicide the first. Um. Aerate it? I don't. I don't think I'd aerate or. I think I'd wait to, after you after you get it stopped, then you diagnose what what it is, and then have come up with a treatment plan. Aeration generally doesn't hurt anything, oh, but it might be more effective if it's after or. Well, it might be a really it might be a waste of money until you yeah. if you're going to be resodding a lot of that area. Okay. Um, yeah. What about like a uh, top coat of soil? I wouldn't do that no. either until it'll just complicate the. Wow. Get it stopped and then make your de- uh, determination on your treatment well, afterwards. Okay, so if, but if she, if she wants to do a compost, she could do Canadian peat, which is acidic, and that would also help with uh, In- a fungal problem. You know, I, it's, um, do you think it looks like take-all patch? No. No. I, I think it, well, it could be. Let's, are, are, they, are those kind of the lower areas of the lawn? You know, um, there's not really, no. There's not really. Okay, so there's nothing there that's blocking off into the. Right. The only thing else that I could possibly think of that, you know, I don't want to inadvertently leave out is in the front yard in one spot last year, my husband put a fertilizer on. And right after he put that fertilizer on, the grass turned brown in that this pattern. And um, 
So I kind of pulled out some of the dead stuff, and then we put just um, a potting soil or dirt that we bought on top of that, and it came back green. But it's that very same pattern. But this is all over the yard. It's a real large lot, corner lot, and it's everywhere, even in the backyard. Yeah. I would replace it with Floratam, St. Augustine. Replace the St. Augustine with the, Floratam. The, the areas that yeah. died. Okay. And it'll... it'll Put a blend in with your other. So what is the order I'm going to do things in now? I, I actually, I last week I came out and I bought two bottles of that F-stop. Oh, did you? Yeah, they oh, recommended good. it here. Yeah. yeah. I would I would apply that and it's see if you can get their disease to stop. Who does, Trace, who does Milberger's diagnosis on, I kind of I think somebody should, Look at that. Uh, I'm not sure anybody's going to go to a residential. It's a commercial that the, the applicators go to. I wanted them to come out, and they actually said to call you guys. Because, <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of a strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, treat it and then have that not be the diagnosis. I No. I mean, y'all are the experts, but I'd really like an expert to take a look at this. Yeah. And, you know, take care of it. Because it was... A beautiful yard. You can see how green that is mm-hmm. where it was. What um, former do yard of the that, year? Do you remember what that fertilizer product was? I don't. But that was yeah. That'd have been long gone. Almost. It, it looks. It looks to me like some of those lawns I've seen that were kind of at the bottom of the hill, and then there's this um, metal, you know. Hell holds back the water, and then uh, the brown patch. That wet year we had in, in my neighborhood, there were a number of those kind of lawns that died back, but they were not not as decisive as this. Yeah, yeah. That really looks. Uh, Do one of you guys want to come out? <laughs> <laughs> I can make some chocolate chip cookies. All right. Fix margaritas, uh, whatever. <laughs> Oh, you may be speaking. Uh, okay, let me. I'm going down the right trail now. Why don't Why don't, why don't you get use your f stop? See if it stops it. She's got the f stop. Yeah. yeah. And, and then 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 uh, then we'll, maybe we'll talk to talk about it again. Okay. okay. I read the directions this morning on that f stop, and it said to treat it every two to four weeks. Well, just, on the I, bottle, I, I I'm like, dang. The, yeah, you just do the. Do it that first time and see if, you, if, if in fact, it stops okay. spreading. Now, all the fungicides are going to ask for a follow-up application, uh, at least one. Okay. Now, what do you think about doing the entire yard? I mean, would it? it's not going to hurt, is it? No, I think I would do it. I think I would do it, too. Uh, you all know right, what I'll do is... Hang on hang one second. Just, sure. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Uh, but they'll, they'll keep talking to you as we go to commercial. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Millburgers' big fiesta celebration, and there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turf Grass 101, Do's and Don'ts for Your Lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is very popular. Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Millburgers celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Millburger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Millburgers Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Have you filed your taxes this year? No? Then this message is for you. The paperwork may get overwhelming, but AHIA Tax Pros are here to make it a stress-free process. They take pride in their tax preparation service and even offer a generous 20% off to their existing clients. Schedule your appointment today and let AHIA Tax Pros find the deductions you didn't know were available to you. With over 25 years of experience in insurance and finance, AHIA Tax Pros will help you keep your hard-earned money and avoid writing Uncle Sam that check again. Call Ahia Tax Pros now, 210-807-8934. That's 210-807-8934. Ahia has saved many clients thousands of dollars who had previously ended up owing money on their tax returns. Call now, 210-807-8934. That's 210-807-8934. Ahia, it's about family. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. 
If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come out to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry or small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to millburgersnursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. And for that top tomato contest, go to MillBurgerNursery.com. Not the plural, not Millburgers, but MillBurgerNursery.com. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Are we still recovering from uh, the shock of her lawn? Yeah, that's quite a... We've had uh, several questions that have been really different the uh oh the the trees the italian cypress and yeah the, and the, and this lawn is really an exceptional issue yeah um jerry was even saying he he was thanking her for bringing the picture because he would not have believed her had he t- she told him that it was that bad <laughs> yeah <coughs> uh, that, people that, over exaggerate but yeah she didn't no but uh, yeah, you uh, you could hear you guys were both shocked by the. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, it's got a and that's a disaster. Uh, part of it is uh, that maybe the we're not used to looking where there every brown piece of grass has been <laughs> taken. Uh, but the the one positive sign is that there there's runners and there's green. Yeah. Which you wouldn't expect if it was take all patch, but you would expect if it's brown patch. I think the uh, application of the fungicide will yeah will help yeah see and, and, see if it can and, stop and that f stop is uh is uh is supposed to work on uh, take all patch really that's the only fungicide that we know of that it'll work on uh, take all patch yeah yeah that'll be good if it, if it can just stop the disease and the reason I recommended Floritam. It because Floritam doesn't show symptoms of take-all patch or brown patch. And it's only St. Augustine that does that. Uh-huh. And that, that is a shocker, especially because what she says, she, it was the lawn of the year, the yard, yeah, yard of the yeah, year. that's and, what killed her. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, we talk, we talk about St. Augustine grass being a bit temperamental in our... It's never an easy, yeah. Never easy because it's uh, in our alkaline soil and our, our strange weather, the heat, droughty, irregular rainfall. She kind of she kind of got our attention with those chocolate chip cookies, didn't she, Melissa? Uh Well, yeah. I think one of you was. I wonder if we could get switched to. Yeah, we may have to have a follow-up visit. Yeah. Uh, she was offering chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. I wonder if we could margaritas. have margaritas. That was an interesting combination. Yeah, I wonder if we could have oatmeal cookies instead. Uh, of uh, you don't like chocolate chip? Well, uh, I, uh, you know, I don't say I. I never say I don't like any kind of. Cookie. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Finally, we get you homemade cookies. They're not from the blood bank, but then, they're from. Then I'm, uh, then I'm fussy and, about the yeah, variety. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Telling you a couple things else that are on sale. Uh, what's that? Okay. Remind everybody about the Top Tomato Contest. Yes, the Top Tomato Contest coming up June 8th here at the nursery. 
and uh, you can participate. We have the uh, cherry tomato and cherry and small tomato category. We have the uh, regular and large tomato. We have the largest tomato by weight, and of the uh, those tomatoes, one will be chosen as a top tomato uh, here at Millburgers, and uh, we'll get you the, uh, I'm confirming the prize amounts, but they're really good. You get great gift certificates as prizes. You get a $10 gift certificate for everyone that comes out and participates. You have to use it that day, but gosh, yeah, there's so much you can get with it, whether you want to get something for your tomatoes that you're still growing, you want to get uh, another plant, you can use that $10 gift certificate. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about it, millburgernursery.com. Then, then I, then I recommend everybody go to plan answers and if you if you're not used to competing in those uh this top tomato contest is kind of fun it's not overly demanding but uh, there are a few hints and procedures that make it easier for you to win if you follow them and uh, plananswers.com is a good source for those jerry are they up up out front yet or will do they can they look for them in the text in plantanswers.com for the the how to prepare your yeah, entry? Yeah, uh, I'll have to put that on the front page. Cool. I'm about to forget. <laughs> They're having a... I know it's here somewhere. What's that? Is this for the... Uh, oh, on Monday. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. I'll find it for you. At, uh, you just Dr. stall a second. Dr. Larry Stein's going to be there. Yeah. Kind of a special event. Yeah, wouldn't it, you would. We'd and hate to have to tell Larry that Jerry forgot. No, no, no. Jerry didn't forget. I got it. So what, what Jerry's doing is this is all for effect. He wants to kind of show you how you'd find it on your own. You'd go to gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org, which is the site for GVST. And then you'd look on classes. Uh, let me make sure it's coming up kind of slowly here. Uh, you'd look for, come on. Oh, he's, he's stalling. I am trying to stall. Uh, events and calendars. And uh, then you'd find out that, that the gardening essentials class was Monday, April 15th, starting at noon at the San Antonio Garden Center. That's tax day. It is tax day. You can day. forget about your taxes. Okay. The, the opinions of the hosts are purely their own and not necessarily those and of the It's uh, Larry, Dr. Stein, and Dr. who else? Dr. Larry is on? Stein. Uh, let's see. Oh, they have a bio on Larry. Yeah. And it, they got a picture, too. Does it say what it'll be speaking about? We'll involve, oh. Yeah, he's going to be talking about grafting and budding. There you and- go. Showing slides and he's actual. A good, he's he's course, a good speaker too. Course yeah. will involve explaining the purpose of grafting while doing a live demonstration. There you go. On how to do an inlay, four flap, and T bud graft with on with on hand examples, and accompanied by a PowerPoint presentation. Gary Poole. Uh, there you go. Will be there too. Is the conservation and adult program specialist at San Antonio Botanical Gardens, and uh, he's natural natural. Master naturalist, and so he'll be talking about that. The event is free and open to the public. Go to uh, gardeningvolunteers.org, and we'll tell you more about it tomorrow, too. Uh, but we have run out of time. Which if is I can the, remember. You'll remember. I'll remind you guys. <laughs> all right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. Come on out to Millburg. It's a pretty day with a cool breeze. So come on out and visit with us. We'd love to see you. I'll say goodbye 
for today. But again, we're back here tomorrow at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And you can, of course, listen on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.